You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Colin Kersey, author of the new novel, Swimming with the Angels. Colin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for this opportunity. I love listening to the authors discuss their work on your podcast. Well, thanks a lot. If I'm, I'm curious if someone hasn't yet heard about your new novel, Swimming with the Angels, how would you describe the novel? First of all, swimming is a suspense thriller, and it's based on a couple of ideas. One is, how well do we really know the people we marry? Unless you've lived with someone for many years, you may know far less than you think. There's also the idea in here from talking with a friend many years ago, I learned about an entity, a super secret banking organization located in Belgium, called SWIFT. And it directs millions, literally hundreds of millions, even billions of dollars every day between financial organizations, countries, you name it. So I asked this friend of mine who worked at a huge mutual fund, could it be hacked? And he set up he was a software engineer for this firm, and he said, of course it could be hacked. Anything can be hacked. And sure enough, a few years later, the Bank of Hungary lost hundreds of millions of dollars. So that gave me the idea of taking a young man, son of immigrant parents from India, who swept off his feet by a red-headed woman at a hedge fund, and she is encouraged by her greedy boss to steal $100 million and that this would be a piece of cake. Nobody would ever find out. So the next thing my protagonist knows, his wife is dead. He's wounded, and he's being hunted by a Mexican drug cartel that wants their money back and him dead. So that's the crux of the story at this point my character gray reynolds is forced to flee leaving behind everything including his identity out of money and under great stress 
He finds employment off the books with a small trout fishing farm located in the Western Cascades in the state of Washington. He thinks he's found the perfect tie Unfortunately, his is not the only secret the farm is harboring. Traumatized by the loss of her mother to cancer, a young blind woman believes the mysterious stranger is the man her promised would come one day for her. Her infatuation, however, arouses the desires of her older married sister. And that's not good for my protagonist, who now finds himself dealing with issues on the farm, as well as the cartel trying to hunt him down and kill him. That's interesting. Well, I'm curious, what was your initial writing journey that led you to writing and getting your first novel published? So my first novel, I'd always wanted to be a writer, and uh, I was encouraged at college, but didn't find that I had the maturity or confidence to really write a book. So I kept kind of nibbling at a book, and then um, finally I went to the Squaw Valley Writers Conference many years ago, and I read the beginning of a book and got a standing ovation, and literally had an agent following me around the next day. The book still wasn't ready for prime time, but that at least encouraged me that I could actually write. So I kept working for a couple more years on this book, and I'll tell you how it, I got the idea for it. it. was pretty incredible, really. I had read a story. I lived up in Seattle at the time. And I'd read about two boys who drowned off one of the islands in Puget Sound, wrapped in fishing line, and nobody could figure out how this might have happened. So I tucked that away in my brain. And then <clears throat> that Christmas, I got one of those letters that you get from friends that kind of recaps the previous year. And she wrote about her husband, who was a dentist who flew a small plane up in Alaska between villages where he would treat people with dental services, and being an avid fisherman, he spotted a small hidden lake as he was flying one day and decided to land his pontoon plane on it and try it out for fishing. So he's fishing off one of the pontoons when a wind comes out of nowhere, flips his plane, dunks him in the water. He might have frozen to death or starved to death, but some Inuits, uh, natives, found him and uh, and saved his life, really took him back to their village, and they called this wind a Willowa. So when I heard about this, the wind, plus the boys being tied up in fishing line, I thought, well, there's a pretty good story there. So that was the impetus for Soul Catcher. Well, I'm, I'm curious, what was your writing process when you were working on Swimming with the Angels? Did are you an outliner? Did you outline the plot of the novel before you began, or did you just kind of dive into the narrative with kind of a basic idea about the, as you said, the this uh, banking entity that, that moves around millions of dollars a day? Well, that's a really interesting question. I have found that for me, I start off writing scenes and developing characters, and then I'm finding out very careful. The story goes off in 50 different directions. It's called spaghettiing, 
And so all of a sudden, you've got to go back and grab hold of this thing or it gets away from you. And that's kind of what happened with swimming with the angels. It started to go off in all different kinds of directions. So if you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. I had to, I literally had to go back to school. I'd been going to writing groups. I was fortunate to meet Elizabeth George many years ago, and she took me under her wing. And um, I also had my own writing group for a time with Joanne Mapson and Erwin Fowler. But none of these things quite got me to where I had a book that was a finished product. So um, some years back, After many delays, I discovered that Stanford had just started a two-year online novel writing program, and all the teachers were published authors, some of them quite famous, like Carolyn Levitt. And so I signed up. I thought it was a very reasonable cost. It was all online, so it was easy to do, and it really helped develop the writing muscle that I needed, the craftsmanship that I was missing. So I was able to finally finish the book and and get it wrapped up so that uh, when I applied to Atmosphere Press, they said, um, we think this is something we'd like to publish. That's great. Are you working on a new novel now? I am. Um, My third book uh, is only notes at this point in time, but, you know, uh, the way I find ideas for stories is a um, combination of the real world and also the newspapers. And uh, right now, with the world being such a, a distressed place, there's plenty of ideas for for conflict. So there's, it's easy to find ideas. I mean, just looking at the paper every day, I'm overwhelmed with story ideas. So this new novel would continue my character Gray Reynolds from the previous book, who now has a new name because he's been found out by the cartel who was looking for him. But he's going to rescue a young girl from a trailer of dead refugees and then finds himself being hunted by the Chinese Secret Service and the CIA, as well as the Mexican drug cartel. So a little bit of tension there. Sure. Well, given your experience of of having these two novels published, and as you've kind of uh, related your your kind of writing journey, what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories and novels? <clears throat> That's an interesting question, Jeff, because I think there's a lot of ways to do this. Many years ago, I climbed a mountain right near with nine other guys. And I learned that it's really all about attitude. I had sprained my ankle the week before, if you can imagine that. I still, managed, yeah, I still managed to climb the mountain. The point is, if you want something bad enough, there's nothing you can't do. If your soul 
is overflowing with the need to write, just take it one day at a time, learning, growing, and writing. It takes talent, and it takes craftsmanship. But really, most of all, it takes attitude, just a refusal to quit. That's good. And part go of ahead. that... Go, go ahead. Part of that is being um, able to take rejection. If you can't take rejection, you're just going to get beat up something terrible. <laughs> you're going to get a lot of bruises because whether it's a writing group or agents or publishers or what have you, you're going to find that people are, have reasons to think that maybe you missed the point or, you know, you've gone off the rails. And so you have to be ready to think and grow every day because it's not, I mean, for me anyway, I'm not a genius, but uh, it takes constantly rethinking and redoing the work that you've done until it's finally polished and ready for prime time. Well, what novels have you read lately that you enjoyed? I read everything. So um, I'm a big fan of literary fiction, uh, books like All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Doerr and the story of Edgar Sautel by David Rofluski. I love Mark Helprin. I recently read Paris in the Present Tense. I also read a lot of thrillers by authors like John Sanford. I've read probably most of the things he's written. But lately, I've been reading a lot of books by women authors like Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens and State of Wonder by Anne Patchett. The Huntress by Kate Quinn and The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna, The Goldfinch by Donna Tartt, and just now, this will tell you what kind of a reader I am because it's kind of potpourri, mm -hmm. The Wolf and the Watchman by Nicholas Knight, a dog, uh, Project Hail Mary by Andy Ware, Andy Ware, and The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. So I've had these books piled up on my nightstand. And depending upon my mood or where I am in the book, I'll close one up, pick up the other, and start reading it. That's great. Well, where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your novels? I had a website, and I let it kind of fade away because I was it, it just wasn't getting a lot of traction. And the problem with being a novelist that doesn't have a big brand name mm -hmm. is is getting really people to your website. So I gave that up. I'm basically just now um, email or Facebook. Colin Kersey has a page on Facebook where people can find me. And uh, other than that, my email is colinkersey at gmail.com. Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Colin Kersey, author of the new novel, Swimming with the Angels. The novel is on sale now, so go buy a copy. And Colin, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you very much, Jeff. It's been a pleasure. Great. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.